0: Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. There is a major political shakeup in Israel tonight that could bring an end to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's 12 years in power. Opposition lawmakers have informed the country's president they can form a new government. NPR's Jackie Northam has more from Jerusalem.
1: The coalition includes an ultra-right-wing party, a centrist one, even an Islamist party. Their ideologies may be vastly different, but they came together with one goal, to oust Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu from office. Under the agreement, another right-wing politician, Naftali Bennett, would become Prime Minister. There was haggling amongst the parties of who would get what ministry and the like right up to the deadline to submit their plan to Israel's president. Even so, there are still hurdles. The agreement needs to be passed by Israel's parliament later this month. That still gives Netanyahu time to scuttle the deal. Jackie Northam, NPR News, Jerusalem.
0: President Biden is meeting today with the top Republican negotiator on a massive infrastructure improvement package. The president hopes to push through before next week. Biden and Republican Senator Shelley Moore Capito looking to come up with some kind of a deal to move forward. While Biden has reduced his initial proposal to $1.7 trillion and GOP lawmakers upped their counterproposal to $928 billion, they remain far apart on key aspects. The proposed spending package will go towards repairing the nation's roads and bridges as well as other investments. The Office of Inspector General for the Labor Department says states did not do enough to catch fraudulent unemployment claims during the coronavirus pandemic. As NPR's Martin Costi reports, the federal government could have done more to help.
2: In a new report, the OIG estimates that about $40 billion was lost to improper payments last year, including fraud by identity theft. It says 44 states didn't do recommended cross-matching to check claims against other databases, and 19 states didn't take required steps to try to recover improperly paid benefits. The OIG points to the rush to get money out as lockdowns shut down the economy, further complicated by antiquated computer systems and understaffing in state unemployment agencies. The report says the states also complained of untimely and unclear guidance from the Department of Labor as the crisis took hold. Martin Kosty, NPR News. The U.S.
0: economic recovery was showing signs of picking up steam in recent weeks, even as supply chain problems and hiring difficulties continued to be a drag on the recovery. That's the latest assessment from the Federal Reserve. The Fed's Beige Book report says growth was occurring at a somewhat faster rate from early to late May. The report looks at economic conditions in the 12 regions of the country where the Fed maintains member banks. Stocks eked out modest gains today on Wall Street. The Dow up 25 points to 34,600. The Nasdaq gained 19 points. The S&P rose 6 points today. You're listening to NPR. Portugal's government has announced plans to ease its coronavirus restrictions further in mid-June, with later closing hours for retail, hospitality and cultural venues, and an end to mandatory remote working. Alison Roberts has more from Lisbon.
3: Portugal has had one of Europe's lowest new case rates for weeks. Despite some fears about the impact of allowing tourists in from countries where the Indian variant is spreading fast, the government is confident enough to plan for easing restrictions further in mainland Portugal. From June 14th, except in a few areas with high case rates, working from home will no longer be mandatory and stores, restaurants and cinemas can stay open until midnight. Capacity limits on public transport will be lifted and spectators can attend. Sporting events at up to one third of arena capacity bars will remain closed for now, and portugal 's traditional June street festivals are cancelled again for nPR news i 'm Alison Roberts in Lisbon.
0: The White House has been trying to get everyone to everything to get Americans to up their vaccination rates with the latest attempt apparently centering around free beer. President Biden today announced a month of action in terms of getting more shots into arms before the July 4th holiday. Biden has pledged to work to get 70 percent of all U.S. adults at least partially vaccinated by Independence Day. After an initial wave, vaccination rates have fallen off sharply. The free beer is being provided by Brewer Anheuser-Busch and builds on other incentives like cash giveaways, scholarships and sports tickets have been offered in some areas to get people to get vaccinated. Crude oil futures prices rose cents a barrel today to settle at 68.83 a barrel on the
3: New York Mercantile Exchange. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.